Hello guys and welcome back to another episode. So today I am very excited about today's topic. I feel like at this point it's been about a week since we all watched the most recent Red Table Talk with Aisha Curry and all the other Curry women, quote unquote. Um, And I feel like this particular topic definitely went viral. There was definitely an influx of all kinds of very different opinions and I wanted to discuss it but I wanted to give it some foundation and some background so that you all are clear so that you all see where she's coming from I stand with her I completely agree with her as a married woman who's been with this man since 2008 so this isn't like something I just started with him in relation to us being in a relationship We might only be married for a year, but we've been together forever at this point. So I felt like I have a position and I can talk about it. Okay. And so some of you definitely agree that I needed to talk about this on Instagram. I did a little poll or whatever. And I waited. So here's the thing. I really wanted to do it last week when it was popping. But I'm glad that I've allowed it to kind of calm down because it would have gotten all caught up in all the hoopla and you wouldn't be listening to me but ready to respond and react to what I say. So that being said, today's topic is going to be the goddess versus the human in a relationship, but most importantly, in a marriage. So just so we're clear, I just want you guys to understand that these are all my opinions I'm not trying to say that anyone else is wrong in any way I I don't want to say I don't care what you think I respect your opinion but I don't necessarily have to agree with it okay so of course just to recap she definitely pointed out that although she's married and she's happy that she would love to be told that she's pretty and desired by other men regardless of the fact of her ever even considering being sought out by these men right so let's just jump into about five pillars of what I think will be important to the perspective that I'm about to present so of course like I said before OC and I have been together this year will be 11 years in September so four of those 11 years we were in college so the other Seven of those years, I would consider us developing a relationship. But I'll be honest and say that maybe like the last six years, we've actually lived in the same area consistently. But prior to that, and much of the beginning of our relationship was very much so a long distance relationship. So in that regard, Osi was definitely very consistent with always telling me that I was pretty, always making me feel like the prettiest girl in the world and being my biggest cheerleader. However, that was always on the phone. And so the lack of his presence, not necessarily ever made me feel like I was less than because he wasn't around me, but the lack of his presence heightened the lack of male attention that I might have had. And not that I'm intimate with anyone or that I'm dealing with anyone or that I'm even communicating with anyone. But just for a man to walk past me at Walmart and grin because I'm pretty, that's enough for me to know Sisto got it, okay? And that's all I'm out here looking for. Obviously, I've been with this man forever. He obviously thinks I'm nothing short short of amazing. 
So why wouldn't he continue to validate the fact that I'm the prettiest girl in the world? His opinion definitely matters, but you just want to know that you still got a little bit of that juice sitting at the bottom of that cup, you know? All right. So for me, in the time frame that OC has been living in Charlotte, and so I moved to Charlotte first and then he moved later, in the time that he moved here, I do honestly feel like even up until this moment right now, I probably don't give the juice check or juice God check as much of my attention as I could have in past years. And it's probably just because he's the gas master. So he's going to gas me up as much as possible. And I think beyond that, for me, there is a lot of excitement and happiness surrounding knowing that you're considered a perfect catch and it's literally essential to your womanhood now a lot of that has to do with your own self-esteem and the confidence that you have and the value of who you are and what you bring to the table okay or be the table whatever that needs to be for you but there is an ounce of all of that that is solidified by the fact that your man gasses you just that much more okay number three understand where the divide happens in this entire perspective and opinion debate that's been going on for a week. When people are in a relationship, you always get this advice speaking to respecting a man's pride and his entire manhood. Of course, you have to always be careful to never disrespect him or make him feel less than in regard to his manhood. But somehow on the flip side of that, there's a double standard when it comes to a woman and her womanhood. Now, as a, as a human being, simply, we all enjoy a graceful stroke of our ego. Okay. This is really all about ego. Okay. On both sides. Number four, let's all take it back to if, and this is only for the people that are one, either married or that have been in relation, in a relationship for a very long time. Take it back to when you first started dating that person, right? There was like this constant thrill of affirmation and appreciation. There's this excessive amount of attention and there is the constant cat and mouse chase that ends when your bait has finally been caught, okay? So you've caught the bait or they've caught the bait, what have you, and now you're all wrapped in and you're all wrapped up in who they are. And I think sometimes people forget the chase, the thrill, the excitement at the beginning. That's the kind of excitement and thrill that you want to feel throughout your relationship. Number five. So once you get to the point of securing a relationship with your dream partner, this is the unfortunate part. There's always this assumption that because that's your dream partner, that's the love of your life, that your desire for attention from anyone or anything else disappears. And that's not realistic. So what I'm going to dive into are some goddess concepts. 
And then I'm going to give you the humanistic value of what that really looks like, how that really exists in a relationship. And I just kind of want to open your eyes to what that really means. So first, I want to talk about the man ego and the woman ego. So truth be told, in this goddess realm of the world, the strength of this woman, the support of this woman strokes this man's ego in ways that nothing else will. Beyond that, the gratitude of this man and the praises that he sings to this woman are, are the exact existence of the strength of her ego, right? No. First and foremost, from a humanistic perspective, my ego has nothing to do with him ever. My ego, simply put, is the confidence and the strength that I have in myself. Now, I won't ever say that he can't stroke my ego or he can't, you know, enhance some factor of my existence that is connected to my ego. Now, I won't say that, but I think what society has allowed to happen is the fact that we are so caught up in the assumption that because I have married the love of my life, the affirmation and or appreciation of any other male individual, whether known personally or perfect stranger is no longer a necessity. And the same for a man. I feel like men want to know that they still got it. And women want to know that too. And you don't ever have to test the waters extremely to get to that point. Like I said, you just trying to check the juice real quick. Do I still have it? And beyond that, it's, it's a stroke of the ego for your partner because they know that they have a good catch. And, and, and for me personally, I feel like my husband appreciates minor attention from a man in relation to me. So I think him realizing that a man is looking at me and appreciating who I am from just my physical presence, he knows that what he has other people want. There is nothing in this world that we as people want that no one else wants either. Unless it's just like a personal preference of sorts. But when you obtain something, you want to know that it has value. And so that's just the same for a woman as well. When we obtain something, we want to know that it has value. And we want that value to be confirmed because we live in the social media driven world where the... Attribution of value is more than enough. We have achieved something and we have done something that is worthy of the show off. Okay? So that is the entire existence of the man and woman's ego. The only reason that even exists is because we both want the other person to know that, honey, I am a diamond in the rough and you will never find another like me. And to confirm that argument, we both would like the attention of the other sex to solidify the fact that we are in fact that diamond that other people will appreciate that other people wish they had, but you have the exclusive option to have ownership of. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, the goddess will only want 
love, attention, support, validation, and motivation from their partner. No one else. Understand that although I'm in a relationship with my husband, he hasn't always been there for every point of my life. And this is not even about attention from a another man or him seeking attention from other women. For me, this is literally every connection possible, stranger to personal friendships to family to your entire support system. Yes, I appreciate all of those things from my husband. Yes, I seek that from him probably more than anyone else. But I do personally understand that he cannot be all things to me in that regard because number one, perhaps he doesn't know how to support me in something. Perhaps he can't relate to whatever trial I'm having. He can still be supportive and be there for me, but he can't necessarily give me the proper guidance and insight to combat or overcome whatever struggle I'm dealing with. So for me, I do seek love, attention, support, validation, and motivation from other people in my life. And sometimes I'm going to be completely honest with you. I may seek motivation from a stranger because I do feel like sometimes the life that other people carry will motivate you to make some changes in your life that you might have never even considered necessary until you cross paths. So understand that everything, your entire life existence is not about this man or this woman that you've decided to marry. It's not about this, this girl or boy that you're dating and you're madly in love with. You have your own life and you have to treat it that way. And because of that, this person can't be your only source of everything. Okay. <laughs> All right. The goddess perspective. I am as perfect as each adorable couple picture and heartfelt social media post that you read. Y'all, I really want y'all to understand this one. This is a major one for me. Just because you see a couple that has the cutest, most adorable pictures. Just because you see a couple that has the most heartfelt captions on their pictures just because you see a picture and they are celebrating some additional level of achievement it seems like everything is falling into place for them they have the perfect love story so you think just because all of that is happening understand that social media has allowed that to be okay the reality of being a human in that kind of situation is I'm going to always put on my game face, honey. I don't care what we have going on at the house. It's never your business to know because love is truly a commitment. And so counseling will tell you family, friends, and perfect strangers will all reiterate that. Although you might love this person and be madly in love with them in the honeymoon phase is a part of life that you appreciate the most, loving them will be the best and the worst feeling that you might ever experience at some point. Because understand that when you love someone for real, for real, 
They can hurt your feelings in ways no one else can. They can love you and warm your heart in ways no one else can. And so because that kind of love has that kind of power, understand that every perfect picture, every perfect caption, every perfect presentation of who they are is never really the holistic view of what their relationship is. They cannot show you the good and then show you the bad because you'd never be convinced that love was a real thing. And I think that's a, that has a lot to do with why you don't see people showing every struggle that they have. Beyond that, you know how you judge people. You know how the group chats in your phone are going off when we see that one girl that's dogging her boyfriend out, dogging her baby daddy out, or... All of a sudden she's single or she was married. Now she got a new man or she just had a baby. Now she got a new man, whatever it is. Y'all know how we judging those same people who are being transparent. And so it's a risky decision for you to be that transparent because you open the door for everybody to have an opinion. Number one, number two, you also allow yourself to be ridiculed because at some point you probably painted the perfect picture. And now we realize that your life isn't so perfect, but I want you to understand that love isn't perfect. Marriage isn't perfect. Relationships aren't perfect. And so don't allow the facade of what it looks like to convince you that because I'm so happy, there aren't things that I could want. Because I'm so happy, there aren't things that I need that I might not be getting. Because I'm so happy, or so you think, Obviously, I'm getting everything I need when there can be this one thing that I might need. And that person might not be the person that can one, give it to me. It might even be that I need to reassess that and say, hey, is this a need that I need to meet for myself? And we can take this a step further. Sometimes the problem isn't the other person. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's what you have to work on. And so, again, you all have no idea what kind of people they are. Unless you know them personally, but I feel like, you know, on social media, we get caught up and they look so cute together. They work so well together from social media standpoint. They're, they're always so happy They They just gel. They just look like they're always having a great time. You know, they've been together forever. Understand everything that glitters, honey, is not gold. And you don't know what she did to get there. You don't know what she had to do to get him. You don't know what she has to do to keep him. And you don't know what she has to deal with to achieve that happiness that she shows you on social media. Okay, boo? Okay. And so the most important thing that I I wanted to talk about from a goddess perspective is that because a woman is with a successful man, and she has access to all of the materialistic things a woman could ever dream of. And a man could ever dream of if he would have married a successful woman and, and been in Aisha Curry's shoes. I want you all to understand that materialistically speaking, a man can give you the world. And that's still not enough. And so... I'll use me as an example, just so I'm not even putting her on front street. So y'all can judge me all y'all please. And I don't care for me. 
My husband is extremely affectionate. However, I am not. So a lot of people that I know will always tell me that I should be grateful that he is super affectionate because there are a lot of women that want that from a man. However, they fall in love with men that are not. So this is the perfect example of when we have things, we don't appreciate them. And then when we don't have them, that's what we want more. Understand, she can have anything she wants. Beyond that, she has her own bag. So in relation to a man buying her something that she wants or a man getting her something she, that she wants, even if she wasn't with him, that would never be anything that would move her enough to feel like, oh, I'm going to get with him because he could do this, 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 and this. When a woman is strong enough to handle things for herself, and I can speak for myself and say that I was raised by a single black female. I was taught that I can have whatever I want and I can provide it for myself. Now, understand, my mother actually taught me I don't need a man for anything. So understand how that translates into me getting married and she never never being married. I had to humble myself because in order for me to be in a relationship with him, I have to need him for something. Now, when I say I don't need a man, I will use the perfect example of if I want a new pair of shoes, I'm going to buy it. If I want my nails done, my hair done, my tools done, a new bag, a new purse, some shoes, an appliance for the house, an experience, a trip, a flight, hotel, whatever. If if I want to do that, I can handle that myself. Now, I appreciate the fact that my man loves me enough to do nice things for me, to go out of his way to make sure I enjoy myself when I go on a trip to make sure I have perfect experiences to meet my needs and wants as he see fit. I appreciate that, but I don't need that. And so I think that's where a lot of you are missing all of this from Aisha because she can, she has access to whatever she wants. She has the ability to have whatever she wants, whether her husband gets it or she gets it for herself. For her, she watches her husband get all kinds of attention all the time. And she becomes the ugly duckling on the back burner. And I'm not calling her ugly by any chance. I'm saying that to say she's dismissed and disregarded as it relates to men giving her the same kind of attention that her husband receives on a consistent basis. And what has happened is... She falls in the shadows of who he is. So because she has anxiety issues, I can see how that can create an insecurity for her. And honestly, as a woman, there is no woman out here that if they were connected to a man that was in the limelight like that and they just became a dim afterthought, that they wouldn't feel some kind of way. And, and let's all be honest with ourselves. Even the strongest woman has some kind of insecurity in relation to her man. I can sit here and say that. I like to think that I'm very confident in myself. I'd like to think that I have a different level of strength than a lot of women that I'm around. And I can admit to the fact that when it comes to my man, there are some insecurities that I might have about certain situations and circumstances. 
And a lot of it is because I don't trust women. Not because I don't trust him. I don't trust women or I don't trust other people to make sure that situations and circumstances are respectful to me. Which, why do they have to do that? They really have no commitment to me, right? That's his commitment to me. And I have to be okay with the fact that people won't respect our union the way that we do. And move on, okay? So that's number one. Number two, I just want you all to understand that even the happiest woman that is married to the man of her dreams still seeks attention outside of her house. She just wants to know that even in all the hoopla of her husband, he has a baddie on his side. She is the trophy wife. She is goals. And she is watching all of these other women who are connected to these men who have been glorified for being a baddie, being a trophy wife, being goals, them having this perfect relationship. And perhaps they do perceive her in that light. I do feel like she personifies the great mom position but I don't think that's enough for her and I think what it has allowed to happen is it has allowed her to sink more into what she didn't want to happen she didn't want to lose herself to being a wife and being a mom and supporting all of those things she wanted to be her own self that could shine on her own now she has her bag and she's shining that way but that's not enough for her and you all have to understand that because she has access to everything else it's the way that things make her feel that matters more. See, when you get money and fame and fortune, dollars are easy. Bags, shoes, houses, boats, experiences, all that stuff is easy to achieve. But it's when you, it's, it's when you start to dive into the experience of how that made you feel. And feelings are much more important because that's an emotion that if she doesn't, if she doesn't get that, then her mood is off and that's a transfer to her children. Vibes are, vibes are a major thing. They can dictate your entire day. One or two things go wrong and now you're over here in a funky mood. Your children are all over the place. They won't keep still. Now you yelling and screaming at them and y'all don't understand that that's a transfer of energy over time. So for me, I completely get it. When you've been with someone for so long and they've done so many things for you, you do get to a point where you're like, all right, so we, after you've given me everything I asked for, now it's about how I feel. And to a certain degree, I do understand her somewhat feeling like her husband might have something to do with it. And it's only because he receives it. He may or may not accept it, but he receives it. And to her, it's almost like, oh, well, my husband is receiving all of this. And here I am over here. Nobody's checking for me. My DM's not even going off. Y'all ain't interested a little bit. As women, we have to be okay with being honest with how we really feel. I can give y'all a prime example. I don't have a ton of married friends. So if I go out with my single friends to the club, and men are laughing and kikiing in their face. You know, I'm kind of just there because that's not my lane. That's not how I'm necessarily living my life anymore, right? So that's not how I'm being entertained at the club. But for me to stand in the club and a man walk past me and say, you are gorgeous. 
here's the thing when when the same man and so that's how i can tell that you all have not been in a consistent relationship long enough to have a man consistently tell you how amazing you are when you have the same man that's telling you how amazing you are over and over again yes yes it's an amazing feeling but i expect that from him at this point because that's our lifestyle but when joe blow walks past me in the club and he says oh my gosh you are gorgeous oh my gosh you are wearing that outfit I love your hair like that. I love your makeup. I love that color lipstick on you. Those lashes are bomb. Your swag is this. There is something to say or something to be said about a perfect stranger stroking your ego. A perfect stranger glorifying something that they appreciate about you. To be appreciated by a stranger just lets you know that this isn't routine. This isn't what our life has become. What you say is valid. And it's not that anything that they say to you has to be valid, but it's almost like, I'll give y'all a prime example beyond that. Companies, right, use social media in a lot of different ways now that they didn't in the past. Well, one way they search social media content to confirm whether consumers are discussing them. Right now to assume that you're being discussed and there is a high rate of impressions of your company name, your products, images, videos, links, what have you and and uh, traffic to the site to assume that all of that is because of positive outcomes is completely crazy. Right. Without some kind of research. So to be honest with you all, and this is going to sound very crazy, but the stranger that's checking for you is the confirmation of what your spouse or partner or significant other says to you all the time. It's almost like a broken record. Like your your mom says she loves you all the time, right? Your partner says they love you all the time. Your children will say they love you all the time. Your family will say they love you all the time. Your friends will say they love you. But to me, it's very different when your friends tell you that they love you because unless you all have been friends since diapers, you know, this isn't somebody who's been in your life forever. And I I say that a lot when I like meet new people and I make new friends and like I get to a point where I just love their personality. I like to tell them that people love to be celebrated. People love confirmation of the fact that they are amazing. People want to know that other people think the same things that they do of themselves or people want to know that there is consistency with a perfect stranger and the people that they talk to all the time because for me I'll be honest I do feel like some people say things to me because that's normal I do feel like some people say things to me because that's what I'm used to hearing now I have a different set of people that will give it to me real straight, raw and uncut. And I appreciate them for that. But there are some people, they're just used to saying certain things to me. And because of who I am, I guess they're just fine with keeping that same rhythm. So I just want you guys to understand that being a human in a relationship and understanding that this goddess versus human tug of war that happens within every relationship and within every individual like number one you're not going to always get it right you will always mess up and it's perfectly okay and I think 
that's the part of the goddess that have that has society all wrapped up in itself. You all feel like once you achieve marriage, that everything's perfect, that everything works, that there are no issues and that your desire for anything but that person and the attention and love and whatever else from that person is all you seek. And I promise you, because you are a human being deep down inside, that's never going to be completely true. Understand that commitment to your partner is essential. And so that is the thing that reels you in. You're never you're never interested in these individuals that say they love you and tell you how amazing you are. You don't want anything from them. You just appreciate the appreciation that they have for you and your existence. Understand that love is always the reason why. Love is always the reason why you go through this battle. Because you yourself are trying to make sure that What you expect from this person is realistic. And then beyond that, not even having expectations per se, but just really getting to a point where you and your partner have an understanding that this is a team effort. This is a partnership. You all are openly communicating what you want, what you need, how you need it and things like that. Now, I feel like even if you communicate all those things, there'll still be something that just will miss the mark as human beings we are never satisfied okay so you can have everything and still want something else so please understand that now like i just said honesty beats assumptions every time please understand being honest versus assuming will help you in so many ways i'm learning that that's the probably the hardest lesson that marriage has taught me just be straight up front honest don't assume anything clarity is the best policy last and certainly not least discovery continues forever and as you grow as individuals your relationship will do the same so I guess I want you all to understand that like being married being in a a long-term relationship all of these things will allow you to learn things about yourself that you never ever thought would be you or Learn things about yourself that you probably denied. Learn things about yourself that you overlook. Learn things about yourself that have become so much of a habit that you don't even realize the problem in it until you're five, six, ten years into a relationship. Understand that discovery will really help you all understand like where Aisha Curry is coming from, why she feels that way, and discover the truth of like being in a relationship with somebody but still having that constant perfect versus realistic ideal in your head and that's really where all of this comes from you get caught up in it as you're in a relationship you do have this perfect love story example in your head of what you wanted your love life to be like and then you got married and it was nothing like that it was somewhat like that there's a seesaw battle of which part of your relationship is or is not. And discovery will allow you to understand where those realistic and unrealistic expectations came from. And unrealistic and realistic are literally the goddess versus human dynamic. So I hope that this little chit chat has given you some insight. I hope that you appreciate my opinion and I hope that you all will like, share, comment, and subscribe. And hopefully you enjoyed me and all my mouth running. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. There will be more to come.